Hi, everyone, and welcome to Strive's How You Lead Matters podcast, where we discuss everything leadership. From tapping into your motivation to fueling your team with grit, we are here to support you in the charge to develop leaders. My name is Caroline Lettner, and I am the marketing manager here at Strive. On today's episode, I'm sitting down with Strive's new president, former Dartmouth women's basketball head coach, Belle Coclanis. So let's jump right into it, Coach Bell. Thank you so much for being here with us. We can't wait to dive into character-driven leadership with you. Well, first, Caroline, thank you for having me on today for our Coach's Corner. I appreciate the time, and I'm so excited to be with Strive, because how you lead does indeed matter, as we all know, and as we all are striving to do day in and day out. Absolutely. So, Bell. Character-driven leadership has clearly been at the heart of everything you do, not only as a coach, but also as a person. And so I wanted to hear from you how you differentiate character-driven leadership from all other forms of leadership. So let's talk about character. Uh, Character speaks about each individual person at their core. So character is everything. And it's also the hardest form of leadership development because it's the most challenging for humans to commit to. You're essentially asking, you know, young adults, kids, coaches, you name it, all of our different audiences to take a deep dive into self. And so what does that mean? Well, that's what we teach here. And we walk you through that. It means learning about self-awareness, learning about what motivates you, um, learning about, you know, understanding who you are, where you come from, why you understand the world to be, why you understand relationships to be. All of this is internal. So character-driven le- leadership, it starts internally at the core of every person's being. And every person is so incredibly different, um, which, is, which is why it's so exciting um, to be navigating leadership development um, through character. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, uh, that really brings up for me when we talk about leadership styles, um, hearing you discuss character being a very internal thing kind of goes against the idea that leadership looks the same for everybody. Um, when you talk about your own leadership style and your own character driven leadership, what does it look like for you compared to maybe some other leaders that we know? Oh, absolutely. It's, you know, for you to really see it, you have to spend time with me. Um, You have to learn about me and, and you have to understand where I'm coming from and the experiences that have shaped me, but also too, what's a huge part of, of our character is that we are willing to continue to learn, to learn about the world, to learn about differences, um, to understand each other. And then most importantly, to then connect with one another. Right. Um, so yeah, for me, my, I'm continuing to learn my style as we go along. I was a division one women's basketball coach for 18 years before that. I, you know, I had a, a really great um, and exciting collegiate experience. I got to study leadership studies, which completely inspired me. And I got to play division one college basketball at, at, at five one that shaped me. Now, before that, you know, as a high school kid, I grew up in Pelham, New York, which is just outside of Manhattan. And it was a really diverse community. 
um, which again, I, I didn't know that growing up. It, this is just, this was my norm. I saw a difference every day when I, when I was in school. We, uh, we called our senior class the United Nations because we literally represented so many different countries and backgrounds. And we had our we had our senior prom at the um, World Trade Center, like the culmination of celebrating those differences. Right. Um, you know, sad, sad now. But anyway, so all of that, that. And then before that, when I was I was born into this huge Italian Greek family, one of five kids, one of 21 first cousins. And I learned how to compete and collaborate right off the bat, right? You had to compete at the dinner table for meals. Uh, you had to collaborate and share everything. So all of this, I'm backtracking, but to understand my leadership style, you know, this is who I am, this is where I come from. And then here I am at age 40, all the experiences and life lessons and journeys I've had um, to, to create, you know, to, um, to better understand um, what has shaped me and the way in which I lead today. And at the center of that is my character, but it started when I was really young um, yeah. and it has just been shaped and molded and, you know, and educated and sometimes uneducated, right? Depending on the circumstance, learning, unlearning, growing, failing, I mean, you name it. And so today, my, if you ask me what my style is today, you know, it's, well, it's Coach Bell today based on those 40 years of background. And it, it is rooted in my core values, you know, as a person and respect is absolutely at the heart of all of that. So just to give you a taste, um, but I care deeply about inclusivity, about building cultures where everyone is seen, everyone is heard, everyone learns how to use their voice. Um, that's really important. And then again, at the heart of it all is that we're teaching each individual person on our team, in our, in our community, in our organization, in our businesses, you name it, to understand self, right? To then take, you know, from inside to then turn what they learn about themselves and understand about themselves to be part of something that's bigger than themselves. And that's the world and that's their team and that's the communities or whatever it is that they're engaged in. But you teach each individual how to lead through character, right? And, and values that are healthy, that are fair, that are just, right? Uh, that are equitable. Now, now your team's going to be a, a, a better environment. Now your organizations are going to be a place where people want to live and breathe and work, right? And your communities as well, where we're inclusive um, and, and sharing those, you know, those values. Yeah, I mean, in the short short time that I have I have been able to work with you and and be in person in short blocks of time here, but I think all of those ring true quickly when meeting you. Um, and I think your resiliency is something that not only stands out in what you were just sharing, but also just hearing your stories and hearing the things that you've done and been able to accomplish. Um, you certainly have quite quite an impressive record, and and we're really grateful to have you on the team. Um, outside of your time on the team, you have prioritized leadership everywhere that you've gone. You've prioritized it with your team at Dartmouth and even before that, as you were talking about your time growing up. Um, can you tell us more about why you think leadership and character-driven leadership specifically is so essential to a team's success? It's everything and it must be taught. It, you have to spend time on it. They are skills. 
I learned in college from Dr. Richard Kudo, bless his, bless his soul, he's passed on now. Um, when we, he was my advisor for my senior thesis and I wrote about leadership development in young adults. And he said, Bell, what we're learning here, what we're finding here is that every day life presents us with some type of conflict, some type of change and some type of collaboration. He said, that's what you're showing me here with your research. And I said, you know what, Dr. Kudo, you're absolutely right. So I have that on my mind day in and day out when I'm serving others, when I'm teaching leadership. I, we need to be able to prepare our young people and our old people, <laughs> all of our people for, for what life has, for what life presents us with. And every day there is, there's going to be some type of conflict, your personal life, your professional life, internally with yourself as you're grappling and growing, you name it, there's going to be some type of change that happens. I mean, change is constant, right? On teams, injuries, nonstop, right? It happens. A lot of athletes, we spend a lot of time mentoring athletes. Uh, we talk, we talk about healing. We don't have any injured players. We have healing players on the up and up, right? Um, and then, and then every day you're going to collaborate. You're going to, uh, there are other people in the world that you share space with. Um, even for those of us who love our time, you know, by ourselves, um, the fact of the matter is there are other people that you share space with, um, on your teams, uh, people you work with, et cetera, et cetera. So I keep that as my frame of reference for teaching leadership skills because they're, so now think about a team, right? So my team at Dartmouth, the last eight years, every day, conflict change collaboration, you better believe it every single day, right? How can we prepare them to navigate conflicts? We need to teach them communication skills. Well, first we have to teach them to lead themselves. That, that's the character piece, right? Who are you? But more importantly, who do you wanna be? Who do you wanna become, right? What's important to you? How do you wanna treat yourself? How do you wanna treat others, right? That's character. Um, so those communication skills, internal dialogue, and then sharing those, you know, learning how to connect with others and communicate effectively and respectfully, um, learning how to empathize, empathy, so hard. How do I put myself in your shoes yeah. when I've never been in your shoes before ever, right? Mm -hmm. um, how, that's a really hard skill to learn. You have to practice it. Um, so those communication skills, the, the empathy, um, on and on, vulnerability, you know, it's, it's all, um, they're all skills that need to be taught. So you have to prioritize that. Once you start teaching those skills with the same, you know, um, energy and intent that you teach your, the physical skills for us, basketball, right? But pick your sport, pick your passion, dance, um, you name it, right? That now, now you're building, you know, that combination, of physical skills, leadership skills, emotional skills, the emotional learning skills that are evolved. Um, there, there's so much, but you have to devote time to both for you to have a really, you know, productive team um, and character driven team. Yeah, I think another thing, again, in the short time that I've known you that really rings true is that positivity that you bring to a space. And it's, it's this very healthy positivity. People talk a lot about like toxic optimism now where, where you're trying to brush things off that shouldn't be brushed off. And um, just a little anecdote is when I was sharing with the team one moment, I wanted people to call me out for things and you 
helped me pivot to ask not to be called out to be, but to be called up. And even in what you were sharing here, there were so many moments of such a positive outlook on even the things like the injuries being healing. Um, and you've talked about the fact that all of this needs to be intentionally created. Um, what was the journey like for you to intentionally create that positive outlook or however you would like to frame it? I don't want to assign positive to you if you don't. Oh, no, I love I love the word positive. <laughs> I, I, I really am completely in love with the word authenticity mm. um, because I think that's that's what I that's how I want to be day in and day out. Um, but I do have a positive outlook on life and on situations. It's, it's where my brain goes. Um, and, you know, it's hard. People are hard. People are amazing. They're incredible. We have so much to learn from one another. Uh, we're so gifted. We're so talented. We're so driven. I mean, you name it. But we're also, we're also really hard. We're, we're complex. We're complicated. There's a lot to us. There's a lot we don't necessarily understand about ourselves, uh, depending on you know, our timeline of life and development and experiences. So um, you know, coaching people um, coaching sport, co leading people. It's, it's different than playing a game of chess, right? Chess, really hard. We all love it. We're all into it now with the recent, um, you know, series. Um, my five-year-old nephew is unbelievable, <laughs> but you know, chess, you know what you're going to get from your pieces every day, right? Because yeah. they're not living, they're not breathing. So it's, it's easier to strategize. It's easier to it's hard to play that game, but, but it's easier, um, to strategize yeah. you know, with chess pieces. Obviously we know this, it's way harder, um, to strategize and to navigate with humans. Yeah. Um, so, and, and now picture young adults, right? 18 to 21 year olds, uh, formative years still, although they'll tell you otherwise, <laughs> still formative years, a lot of learning, a lot of growing, a lot of failing, um, and, and learning how to uh, learning those lessons and then and then putting you know everyone I'm jumping all over the place for a second here but stay with me for a moment that's good that's good so just because you're a freshman you come in with your freshman class every single freshman is different you're a different human being you're on a different stage of development even though you may have been born the same year or graduated high school at the same time so it's not that simple oh they're freshmen there's no they're each they're people um, so in building culture, again, I start with why character-driven leadership is, is different and what sets it apart is it intentionally focuses on each individual person, right? The development of each individual person first. And you need that. You have to pay attention to everyone in your program, to everyone in your room, in your space, um, to then be able to help them learn how to lead themselves. And then ultimately my next favorite form of leadership is transformational leadership, right? Once you get character-driven leadership in the house, now those strong characters are going to transform their teammates. Now you're going to pull, so I'm going to pull you in Caroline and I'm going to, you know, help, help you lead yourself and, and lead others. And now you have it rolling, but it is hard. It is a, it is every day building culture. Um, it is paying close attention to your language. It is being consistent for coaches to understand that for you to be able to lead well, you have to be consistent. Now life throws a lot at us, but we have to be consistent. And what's that consistency, our moral compass, our core values, you identify those, you communicate those, you're consistent with those that drives all your decision-making.
all your decision making. Um, so it is, it's challenging uh, because we're talking about people here, yeah. right? But it, it is worth every moment, every conversation, every tear, you know, um, and every and every smile. Um, yeah, so but you have to work on it every single day. Absolutely. As someone that has taught or has coached and taught, um, I think those two things go go hand in hand. Um, same thing. Same. Through, through the COVID era, um, what advice could you give to coaches that are trying to create some form of consistency within the hectic world that is our world right now? Listen, um, listen, listen to your players, um, listen to, you know, your, your colleagues, listen to yourself, but spend some time listening here because this is a, it's a new, it's a new time uh, that none of us were prepared for, right? Talk about conflict change and collaboration, right? Yeah. Um, and so we, you know, at, at, at this point as educators, we have to be, we've always been intentional, right? Teachers, coaches, you know, unite. We're always extremely intentional with our lesson plans and, you know, what our focus is day in and day out. But now we've had to, we've had to be that much more intentional uh, because we've moved to a different space and that's the virtual space. We miss the energy of being in the same room together. How do you create that energy through a screen, right? And I think there's, there's been some really incredible um, just innovations that have come out of the past year. Um, of course, we, none of us would have liked to have gone through any of what has happened in the past year. Um, but this is what life is about and we're resilient and we wake up and we say, okay, this is the situation we're in. What are we going to do about it? And that's leadership, right? How you respond to situations, how your character responds to situations, that's leadership. Um, so I would say, listen, um, listen, be flexible, challenge yourself to be flexible. We have a lot of planners out there who are coaches and teachers, right? We get it. I get it. Um, but the, we need some flexibility while also, you know, holding on to your standards, your standards and your values. Um, because we want to make sure that when we come out on the other side of this, which, which we are, and we will, will continue to, um, that your, your team is as strong as it's ever been, maybe even stronger, uh, because of the experience you've provided, um, you know, creatively, virtually that much more intentionally so listen continue to be intentional um seek feedback and again that's all part of listening but i growing up I, I was taught that we have one of these and it's strong and you need to use it but there are two of these for a reason um and this is stronger when you're using these really well yeah absolutely absolutely i think that that comparison of one mouth two ears is, is definitely years. helpful for a lot of people. Um, as as a previous collegiate athlete, I know feeling heard was a extremely important um, tool. Even if things weren't going to go my way necessarily, knowing that knowing that the communication was open and that it was at least internalized and considered within decision making. Um, so it's it's so refreshing to hear people discuss that. Um, 
based on what I'm hearing from you, I think I have some guesses, but our Coaches Corner Network has heard um, Strive cover a lot of different uh, core values and, and um, competencies within our process here. Sure. Do you have a favorite Strive um, competency? And if so, what is it? Ooh, so I'm, I'm going with culture and mm. culture creation. Okay. Because it encompasses all of the competencies. That wasn't a guess of mine. I have to be honest. <laughs> so I'm it, happy that you surprised me. <laughs> yeah, if I may. Um, it, it does. It, it incorporates, it's everything. Um, culture creation is a living organism, right? Mm -hmm. And so at the, at the heart of every living organism, right, is oxygen. So to me, the core values of our, of your team coaches out there, of your classroom teachers out there, what have you, right? Um, your core values, establishing your core values, communicating your core values effectively, efficiently, consistently. That's what keeps the heart beating, literally. That's why it's a core, right? So then from there, okay, there are core values. Um, there we have to build out a language because every living organism also speaks, right? So now just what we've been talking about, we have to build out a consistent language that, um, that is, you know, that is parallel um, and in harmony with our core values. Um, and, and that's where you start building out your language. So we mentioned healing, healing players, right? We have opportunities for growth. Um, you hear a lot of strive language, that's, that's, that's strive, right? Yeah. You know our language. Um, so that's really important. Living organisms, they also, what do they do? They act, a lot of actions, right? Um, traditions, rituals, practice, all of those. What does is, what is your culture look like every day? So now you're breathing, you're speaking, right? But now what does it look like? What are some of those traditions? You know, we have three claps. Mm -hmm. um, we have appreciations, we appreciate one another. That's a huge part of our culture of Strive. Um, that's one of the many traditions that we have uh, as humans li living in this organization, right? So coaches, as you think about your teams, you, you have multiple examples of this, but make sure that those traditions you're building adhere to your core values. Cause your core, again, remember the core values are at the center and they, it touches on everything. If it doesn't, your, your culture's inconsistent. So, right? What else? Like living organisms. We also, we feel, oh my gosh, do we feel, we feel, we feel everything, right? Well, there you go. If you don't, you know, you have to, you have to talk about emotions. You have to talk about vulnerability. We got to talk about grit, you know, what is grit? So this is where maybe I'm not being fair. I'm touching on so much, so much of what we do. Uh, but this is why I love culture. It's all encompassing. Um, that's, that's social, emotional learning. We, we have to learn how to, um, you know, what we're feeling and then putting what we're feeling to that language, right? Um, and it's really important to me that if you're playing for me in my program, for, for us, I very rarely use the word me, it's, it's we, right? But if you're in our program or on our team, you feel cared for, no matter what, whether you're playing 40 minutes of a basketball game or you're not playing at all just yet, because that's where you are in your journey. Um, but you feel cared for, you understand your value, how important you are, what your current role is. That's really, really important in the culture. 
And then finally, every living organism, we got to sleep, we got to rest, right? Mm -hmm. You got to take vacation. So that's a huge part of the culture too, is, you know, is there balance there for your student athletes? Mm -hmm. You know, are they, are they recovering? Um, et cetera, et cetera. So culture creation by far my favorite, very passionate about it. Uh, it encompasses everything we do uh, and it's the hardest thing to do, which is why I think I love it because I love being challenged. So yeah, now that I hear your explanation, culture is very all encompassing. So I think my guess is all filled into the air. So I, I, I get it. I think you might have cheated a little bit, but I get I it. I and I'm not a cheater. Um, <laughs> see, that's not that's the opposite of the character that I want. <laughs> I was a quick story. When I was in eighth grade, we did an interdisciplinary unit on the honor code at my uh, middle school in Pelham, New York. And my math teacher put the definition of cheating on the clock, which is in front of the room. And it said, cheating is giving or receiving an unfair advantage. And let me tell you, I read that so many times, I've never forgotten it. So you I didn't did not do that. You are correct. I, I strategically um, encompassed all that we do at Strive into my what I love about Strive. And what I love about Strive is all that we do. Absolutely. So. Well, as we close up, is there anything else you think our coaches network and our coaches corner crew here um, would benefit from hearing or need to know about Strive or, or yourself as well as you are new to the team? Um, is there anything you would like to close with? I would just say coaches, we're here to, to learn and grow and teach. And but a part of teaching is learning that your greatest resource are those young people in front of you. Um, they can teach you so much. You can learn from them day in and day out. They are your greatest resource. So keep listening to them, keep learning from them. And then from there, keep building great cultures for them. We are here to help you every step of the way. Um, we love what we do. We're passionate about it and it's, it's everything to us. So feel free to reach out and we will keep talking culture. Amazing. Thank you so much, Bill. All right. Thank you, Caroline. And thank you to everyone who tuned in today. Coach's Corner will be back on a monthly basis this summer, providing you with digestible resources for your coaching toolbox. Follow us on all socials at How You Lead Matters and contact us today if you are interested in a Strive workshop for your program. Thank you, everyone. See you next month.